Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I'm your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. So I recently did a series of Instagram stories asking what type of podcast Clubfoot parents are looking for. And one of them that I asked and received a lot of votes for was for product recommendations. I know one of the first episodes I ever did was uh, about kind of the top 10 products for casting phase. But since then, I haven't talked a whole lot about what products we use. Uh, partially, that's because I'm not, I mean, I'm none of the products I'm going to talk about today or anything that I work with is something that I endorse or I'm sponsored or anything. It's not like any ad related. It's more, I'm going to talk about products that we actually directly used and why they were useful. So I'm not going to talk about things that I don't actually have experience using. Just because I don't want to speak to what I think, what I don't have experience with at this point. Now, some point in the future, I may like compile some sort of list of a lot of recommended products by different parents, but that would be at a later date. So I'm going to break down these products into kind of two sections. Ones that I recommend for babies. So really within that kind of first year of clubfoot treatment. And then the second will be kind of for toddlers in one until kind of where we are at now, which is our daughter's almost four. So it's it's not really phase related, but more age related. All right, so let's start with the babies. I talked about this in the casting, um, the top 10 products, and that's the Embase Swaddle. Like we loved the Embase Swaddle because it had the legs in, legs out version. All of my babies were big swaddlers, and that was one of the biggest concerns that I had uh, when I found out that my cutie was going to have clubfoot, was how am I supposed to swaddle a baby that's in two huge plaster casts and then in boots and bar? Um, all of my babies have been very distracted by their hands at sleep, and so they've swaddled for a very long time. And the Embay Swaddle ended up being a lifesaver. I found out about it on probably one of the social media groups. And I think at that point we had, by the time we were done and she had outgrown them, we had two or three that we would rotate regularly. So it's a swaddle that can be used with your legs inside, but we only use that for the first, I don't know, 12 days before she started her casting journey. And then from then out, we were able to kind of the bottom that where you could put the feet in, you can actually like tuck up and then you buckle it onto their chest. So it kind of comes through, I don't know, I, I, it's kind of hard to explain verbally and not visually, but it's almost kind of like a flap, like a diaper and you pull it up and then you kind of buckle it in. So it goes between the legs. So we used that for both casting and boots and bar honestly until the day she, she was just too big for it i do think that since we had our cutie they make bigger sizes now so you may be able to use it longer than we were able to but once we were done with the swaddle then we moved on to the zip de zip sleep sack so that's the sleep sack that has I kind of feel like it looks like a flying squirrel you know like the two like the hands are in there's like these little almost triangles for the feet and the legs so she still didn't have access to her hands so her hands weren't like distracting while she was sleeping but they weren't like tight against her like a swaddle 
Um, I liked the Zipti Zip because it was large enough to fit her boots and bar um, at that age when she was young. So we switched into that. I, I mean, honestly, I can't fully remember, but probably around uh, nine months is when we started using the Zipti Zip. And um, similar to the Embe Swaddle, we had several different ones that we would rotate around just because, you know, babies and they spit up and have issues. So we always wanted to have an extra one on hand. Uh, I think it was also helpful to have her in some sort of sleep sack, which I'll talk about next, but she's still in a sleep sack at this point. I think for us, it was nice to always have something covering her boots in the event that um, to deter her from using, from like bothering or messing with them, but also if something happened and she got sick and then it wouldn't, it was a protective layer for the boots too. Also in the crib, like it's nice to have something over the boots because it's not just the bar and the bar cover can only do so much, but it's the actual boots too that can cause, you know, the loud banging up against the crib. So to have some sort of padding was always nice. And frankly, we've just kind of traded up and changed products, but she's always had some sort of sleep sack that she's slept in. Um, for the casting phase, I talked about this too, is we used baby leggings. We loved leggings for her, for the cast. Uh, we would switch them out, I think, you know, daily or every other day. Uh, faster when we first got the plaster on because it did take a while for the plaster to set. So the ones that we put on while we were still at the hospital, we would remove those the next morning just so that um, if there was any dampness on there, it didn't, uh, you know, cause any issues. So, but we really liked the leggings and we, it was kind of a nice way for us to, you know, put different designs on her instead of uh, just pants. So those were really cute and they were fun to buy. And honestly, they were a product that other people could buy us too. My best friend bought us a bunch that were super cute after we found out that she was going to be bored with Clubfoot. And so it was a fun product and we thought it was easy. Now I will say there are some that are a lot smaller than others. So you kind of have to be careful about engage what size, especially when you get towards the later casts, because the bigger your baby gets, the bigger and thicker the casts are going to be, especially her last cast was really big. Um, it seemed bigger than the other ones. And maybe that's because it was on longer and she was bigger by that point. So um, you just want to kind of be cognizant of the fact that they do come in different sizes. And even though they say one size fits all, maybe that's not entirely accurate for the actual casts that are going to be put on your baby. We also used um, the 26th Avenue Clubfoot Essentials website, and they have bar covers and boot covers. And I think she even does sleep sacks. She just uh, does lots of different clubfoot stuff. And we loved her stuff. And when our daughter was first in Boots and Bar and she was wearing her B&B &B for 23 hours, we had a lot of different bar covers and they are reversible and you can even put like taggies on them so the baby can play with them. You can have them have their like name embroidered in it, which we did that when she got older. And you can even send her fabric that you really like. I know I had friends who sent matching fabric to like outfits that they wore so that her bar cover would match her outfit. I was never that put together. But you, if you are, it's an option that you can talk to her about. And she just really made high quality stuff. And I 
loved having a lot of different ones, especially because our cutie was heading straight into the holidays. So we had like fall themed ones and then we had Thanksgiving ones and then we had Christmas ones. And then by the time that she was only wearing them at night and nap and no one else was really seeing them, we kind of just bought one that we would keep um, and use since it wasn't as visible to everybody. But yeah, you should really check out 26th Avenue because they have great products for clubfoot kits. Uh, a couple other things that are just kind of random. We ended up switching our car seat when she moved into Boots and Bar when she was a baby to the Chico Bravo travel system uh, because her car seat that she had, which was a Britax, was just too small. Like the base of it where her feet were, were was significantly smaller than the key fit, which is what is in the Bravo. Um so we we never really found one that was fully wide enough to accommodate the entire boots and bar, but that one provided more space and um, we were able to kind of prop her legs up with, you know, a receiving blanket or a muslin blanket. I know that people have different schools of thought about whether or not you should even have your child wear their boots and bar or like unclick the bar while they're while you're in the car in case of an accident. But for us, she was a third kid and we live within walking distance of the school. So a lot of the time she was in her car seat, we weren't in the car, but she was in the stroller in the car seat. So in that instance, we would have her with her um, B&B on. And frankly, like we had her B&B on a lot in the car, but most of our traveling was just around town. But and to be 100% honest, we didn't really fully think about it. It wasn't that with anything that was ever... Uh, brought to our attention by anybody in our medical field or um, or anything that I frankly even saw posts about until we were kind of already out of that phase. But I did like that travel system better than any of the others. I liked that the car seat clicked straight into it. It had a lot of storage for all the other millions of backpacks and things that <laughs> that I had to carry home from school as well. So that was a good travel system for that we use, I mean, it's still her main stroller now, if she uses a stroller. I mean, she's almost four, so at this point, she only uses the stroller when we're going for kind of a significant diff distance. So, one of the other lifesavers for us, which is maybe kind of random, is we had exercise ball that we used all the time. So, if you listen to our other podcast or you've read my book, you'll know that... Uh, we spent a lot of time bouncing on an exercise ball with her. It seemed to be the only thing that would calm her down. So we had an exercise ball in her room that we kept. We had another exercise ball that we kept on the main floor for the living room to calm her down. And then we would, frankly, deflate the exercise ball and take it wherever we went for traveling. Um, so it became really like a mainstay for us. It was how we were able to help soothe her and get her to sleep. It was part of her sleep routine for a really long time, probably too long, honestly. And our backs really paid the price because sometimes we were bouncing on that ball for a ridiculous amount of time. But if you are struggling to have your cutie uh, calm down, especially during that, we started using it during the 23-hour phase because I actually went over to my best friend's house um, who had a baby who is three days older than our cutie. And she, oh God, my cutie was so cranky that day. You know, I have two older girls and she has an older girl. And 
oh my god, I just could not get her to calm down. And my best friend was like, just give her to me. And at this point, I was so frazzled. I mean, we were in the very beginning of the 23-hour wear. And, you know, I was very much like, no, I can do it. I can handle it. I have to figure out how to, you know, calm her down. He, she's just like, let me give it a try. So she actually bounced on the exercise ball with her. So in, um, and she was able to get her to calm down. So then that's where it kind of started. And I still blame her to this day, honestly. I was like, that was all your fault that we ended up having to bounce on a ball with her for, I don't know, at least 18 months. Um, so we still laugh about that. But it is something to try if they need some self-soothing. It was the constant motion, I think. And the rocking chair just didn't do it for our cutie. I don't know why. It just wasn't enough. So give it a shot if it's something that you're struggling with. The other thing that I really loved during that 23-hour wear was we did a, we had a Fisher-Price kick-and-play mat with the piano, and it had kind of the ring that would go around the top, and then it had toys that would hang so she could use her hands, but then when her feet were free, she was able to kick the piano, and the piano would play different songs and different, I mean, it had different settings, so you could put it on just so that it would make piano noises or it would make songs and I can still remember some of the songs that thing played because we played it a lot and she we would put her in it because we did uh, what three different 20 minute breaks is how we broke up our hour and so it was an easy place for me to put her down let her have some freedom and be able to kind of explore with her feet while also being engaged with her hands as well so we really like that. I know there's different brands out there, so if you find something else that you like, but that was the one that we really liked. And honestly, I still have it because I don't want to get rid of it. It's got sentimental value to us now. So those were kind of the main things that we did with the babies. Now let's talk about the toddlers. Um, there are a few things for skin that I like and I always have on hand. One is Lotrimen. Our baby has had athlete's foot, especially during the winter here in Colorado. She wears socks and shoes a lot and she can get rather sweaty and then she's you know wearing her boots and bar at least 14 hours a day so uh, we would use we keep the Lotrimin on hand for when we start to see the athlete's foot kind of peak up and then we'll put that on um, that's what her doctor recommended so obviously check in with your doctor to make sure that that's a product that's helpful for your child too we also keep duoderm um, on hand uh, I like it because I'm able to cut pieces in the size of what she needs and it's a protective layer without being like an actual band-aid. It's the thing that seems to have worked the best if we have any red marks or frankly even any like little cuts. Sometimes I'll put the Vanaply on. Vanaply is something that we use that's kind of like, I call it Aquaphor on steroids. I purchased it on Amazon and it is kind of a healing ointment so I'll put that on top of um, a little bit of that on a on a like little scrape if she gets it on her foot and then if I think it needs more protection I'll even just put some duoderm on top of that or skip the manaply and just put duoderm on it depending on what the quality of the abrasion is and I also use the foot glide body glide. We used that for a really long time where we would put that on kind of the top of her foot, the back of her heel, and anything that looked redder from a night of wear. So we did that religiously for a really long time. We discontinued using it, I don't know, probably 
a few months ago and I think that was just kind of we just stopped doing it because we didn't notice whether it was really making a difference or not but we did that religiously for years um, we also use the mesh laundry bags and that's not only just for washing her boots when we get new boots but also for washing her socks like we have a lot of socks that we wash all the time we use the black robin socks we have since she first went into boots and bar and we explored a little bit with other socks those seem to work the best but for whatever socks you use i think a lot of them don't want you to dry them and so instead of trying to throw everything in with the large amounts of laundry we have i would use the mess mesh laundry bags to kind of put all of the socks in then I throw it in the wash, then I take the bag out, and then I lay them all out to dry. So uh, I think they've been super useful. So if you can get a couple of those on Amazon, I would highly recommend getting them. It's just nice to have on hand and to kind of keep track. Frankly, I use them for my older girls' masks now for school. I'll kind of throw the masks all in a laundry bag, the mesh laundry bag, because it keeps them all out. And I don't usually dry their cotton masks in the dryer because it shrinks them a little bit. So I'll lay them flat to dry like the socks. So, you know, it's got multi-purpose, but I will tell you, I never used a mesh laundry bag before this in my life, before I had a clubfoot cutie. Um, and the sleeping bag that she uses right now, so it's a sleep sack. Uh, I actually talked to Tweech Dreams, uh, Lindsay, who I had earlier as a guest on the podcast and she recommended the baby in the bag which is on amazon because i needed something my daughter was outgrowing the halo sleep sacks that we were kind of using in between the zip zip and the one we're using now and i needed something that was larger that could accommodate her boots and her actual height so she recommended the baby in a bag and we have one of those and we actually turn it around so we'll have it we'll put it on backwards and we'll put the zipper on her back so that she doesn't have access to the zipper so that she's not like trying to take it off in the middle of the night and then i'm losing sleep over the fact that is she taking it off and is she messing with her boots so we put it on backwards but yeah i highly recommend that it's really soft and nice and warm and um we don't really use other blankets for our cutie, even though she is in like a regular twin size bed now. Uh, she doesn't have like a comforter because she has the sleep sacks so or she still uses kind of her baby blankets on top for extra warmth. But it, she doesn't really need a huge comforter since she has that on. Uh, the best shoes that we liked for our cutie, especially when she started um, wearing walking and we needed shoes that were good for her were stride right shoes we loved those because they have them in really small sizes and good shoes because what happened for us was our cutie's feet were really small and so when she started walking she was in a size that was so small that we couldn't find like at target or um any other local places a lot of the socks i mean i don't know she probably had like the size of a six month old so a lot of them were just like you know, baby shoes. And she needed like actual shoes to walk in when she was walking outside. So I used Stride Right with my older girls kind of occasionally, but they became kind of the shoes that we purchased. And they have half sizes, which is nice. They also have wide. So they just have a larger range to accommodate your child's feet. It does take a little while to get them. You have to order them. 
and some of the sizing I'll be honest I didn't get 100% right so I'd get them either they were too big or they were too small I probably could have just used the sizing guide but I didn't so maybe look for that before you order um and so yeah just be a little bit careful about measuring to see what size they have a really good sizing chart but I just never really paid too much attention and I paid for that a couple of times where I had to wait until her feet were big enough to actually fit into those shoes. So we bought a lot of her shoes there, like her um, winter boots and just tennis shoes, things that she would be walking around in, and also shoes that she could put on by herself. So ones that, you know, had the Velcro that she could slip her feet into, because as she got older, the more independent she got, she wanted to use those. Now, honestly, we're not as picky about what shoes she wears now that she's a little bit older. Um, we still do order from Stride Right, but not, it's not like the one that we only use now. But I really recommend those shoes. Other thing is just, I will recommend custom colors for the Mitchell Ponsetti boots. I have found that I've started to, as my daughter's gotten older, I'll go on to the MDO website and I'll show her the custom colors and I'll let her choose which color she wants her next boots to be. So I think the first time I did it, she chose like the light purple, which I think is called periwinkle. And then she chose the raspberry color. And now she's in the yellow. So I actually just showed her the other day and I said, which ones do you want next? And I think she chose green, but she might change her mind before I actually place the order. But it was worth it for me to pay a little bit extra to kind of get her involved in the process, let her have some choice in what she wanted to wear and what color that she liked. So for me, it was worth it to have that little bit of extra um, cost. I didn't think it was too exorbitant. And there is a, is a little bit more lead time too. You got to like... It's, they don't have them just naturally in stock because they are custom colors, so you got to wait a little bit more. So you need to order a little bit more ahead of time. But it's been fun to be able to kind of incorporate her individuality into which boot she likes and to make her feel like, oh, is it time for me to wear my yellow boots now? Like, do I get to wear them? And what color am I going to choose next? And then we'll have a range of different colors when we're done and be able to kind of I mean, I guess my plan is to do some sort of photo shoot when we're done with her full bracing um, and then be able to donate the boots after that point. But it's something if you're interested in and able to do, it's kind of a fun thing to do with your kids if they do wear the Mitchell Ponsetti products. Um, the last thing for toddlers is really just anything that's active and encourages like physical play and play through stretching. Um, if you've probably heard, my eldest is a gymnast. And so we have a lot of gymnastics equipment in the house. We have a, um, you know, one of those mini trampolines that has the bar attached to it. We have a gymnastics mat. We have a balance beam that honestly just goes on the floor. It doesn't have any height to it. And, so we have, and you know, we have bikes and scooters and all the things that kind of encourage her to explore her physical development and to kind of create that stretching movement for her through play too. So there's a lot of different things you can do out there. It doesn't have to be something specific, but uh, we've worked with our physical therapist to talk about kind of different ideas for her too. But 
just having items around the house that they can, you know, jump with and explore their physical development with, I think is really helpful. And I don't really have specific products, but I'm just saying like encouragement wise, just having availability of different things at your house for them to kind of use, I think can be really helpful for them. So those are just some products kind of quick and dirty. I guess it's not really that quick because we're like 25 minutes in now, but just about the different products that we've liked for both our baby and the toddler and kind of our go-to things. And so I hope you found it helpful. And as always, thanks for listening. And if you did find it helpful, feel free to pass along to anybody that you think would benefit from it. And as always, if you need to get in contact with me, you can do through do so through my website at marinehoff.com or my Instagram handle, which is at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time.